Hi everyone, this is Cesara J, the host of Business Politics 318. Now, I know it has been a while. It has been a while because I've really had to think about some things. And one of the things that I really thought about was that it is important to me to reach out to business professionals who are Christian and business professionals who don't mind the stance of Christianity in in the business world. So um, I talk a lot about the importance of morality, integrity in, in your health. And health is your physical health, you know, your bodily health, your mental health, your well-being. Um, and morality is based upon biblical morality. But there's another part of this when it comes to the game of business politics that I have to be honest about. It's the spiritual aspect. And I really want to speak to a lot of people who are of the Christian faith or believe, you know, believe in um, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit or don't mind getting that perspective of a business professional who respects the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So that's very important to me. So I took a little hiatus to just really think about that. And what you'll what you'll notice now is that you'll hear you still a lot of the the practical business sense. Of course, you're you're going to continue to hear that, uh, but you're going to also hear the spiritual aspect and tied into that as well because we're in warfare when it comes to business politics. It is warfare. It's a game of warfare. That's what it is. And Ephesians 6 in the Bible talks about putting on the full armor of God. And it's not just from a fantastical, spiritual, non-realistic standpoint. It's also from a very practical, a very practical um, um, wisdom as well. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So today's episode is called Emotion Can Kill Your Gameplay. It talks about using less emotion and using more prudence more prudence. And you'll see what I'm talking about, or you'll hear what I'm talking about when you hear the rest of the podcast. So enjoy. And I'm back and continue to stay with me. Take care. Good morning, everyone. This is Cesara J. Today's episode is called Decrease Emotion and Choose Prudence. Why did I name it that title? It's because during games of office politics or workplace politics, that includes higher level forms of business politics as well, whenever someone is offended, there's a high chance that they're governed by their emotions. And when you're playing games of politics and you want to be victorious, you have to learn to be less emotional and think more with prudence. That's very important because people are banking. A lot of times your opposers, especially those who don't play politics with integrity, they're banking on the fact or on the hope that you're you're so emotional that you'll make a mistake or that you'll use emotion to make a bad decision. So let's talk about prudence. One example or one definition of prudence is actually learning to to govern or discipline yourself by use of reason. And what's the importance of reason? Well, think about it. If you ever have to litigate the law, the law is based off of a certain type of reason. In the Bible, 
It talks about being wise as serpents and gentle as doves. So we are to be as doves with integrity, but we also have to understand how cruel serpents work, how serpents who don't have a sense of certain morality or certain integrity, how they work. We have to know how to maneuver certain things like that. And if you're emotional, you won't be able to have the the wisdom of a serpent and being gentle as a dove. Someone once told me that when they're with regarding the U.S. Mint, for people at the U.S. Mint, do they have to learn what criminals do so well in order to understand how they make a dollar, how the Mint makes a dollar? No, the workers at the Mint understand how they make a dollar so well that they can that they can tell a counterfeit so that they don't they don't have to study the counterfeits more they've just learned their own authenticity of their dollars so well that they can tell uh, a counterfeit so it's the same way with us as as people especially people of god for us to be wise as a serpent. No, we don't have to be the serpent. We don't have to be the serpent, but we can understand our morality and and God and the expectations that we have as people of integrity so well that you can tell a serpent when it comes, especially if you stay in tune with the Lord. If you stay in tuned, it is, he will give you the discernment. He will give you the discernment to understand when some people are just not right. So let's, let's continue to talk about prudence. Uh, understanding the laws of the land as well. So when you think about the court system, it's not ruled by emotion. It's <laughs> there are certain laws in whether it's the laws of the court or whether it's the laws of business, the laws of the business entity. Um, I talk a lot in my publications and even in blog posts and things like that. I talk about the business entity. And the business entity whose job is to protect itself and to main, make sure that it maintains and sustains in the marketplace, it does that not based upon emotion at all. There's no emotion that goes with it. It's just what is able to sustain it and to maintain it. So again, prudence, decreasing emotion and increasing prudence. Let's talk about sagacity, being sagacious, right? Uh, that's kind of having, being able to have this like keen and discerning acumen, being able to, to be farsighted. Because what happens is that a lot of times in games of politics, a person who's been a victim of it or a target of it, or offended by it may only see what uh, what is in their view. They may not be able to see the game from a, a broader perspective. And again, the end result is basically to, to always save something. So whenever games happen, it's with the intent of saving something, whether it's saving whether it's a person who's playing these politics or trying to save themselves or or save uh, a, a bigger project or program or to save the entity, to save a reputation, um, to, to spare themselves, um, the court of public opinion. There's, there's something always larger at play. 
So when you've been the target of games of politics, you have to not just be myopic. You have to be able to see further than your emotions will allow you to to see because that's that's how you play the game the best is by seeing the bigger picture that's at stake for your opposer or even for yourself you have to be able to discern that uh having a sense of shrewdness to you now when i'm talking about shrewdness i'm not talking about you being severe you being cruel or hard yes there are some people who play it that way but again i'm speaking to you as part of um, as my audience someone who wants to be a person of integrity so when i say to play it with shrewdness it's cleverness a discerning awareness of how your opposer or your en enemy might be playing the game because they may be very artful in how they deal with you. And when I talk about artful, let's really call it what it is. It's manipulation, right? There's a sense of manipulation. And if you go to the Scene versus Shadow website, there is uh, a document there. I'll actually put the link on the Business Politics 318 podcast. Um, I'll put a link there. But basically, it talks about there are some people who aren't unethical, but they'll be borderline, borderline ethical, meaning they're right at that border of being unethical, but not yet ethical. So in essence, they're being manipulative with how they play politics with you. So you have to have a sense of, of shrewdness with you. Again, not being a person who lacks integrity or lacks morality. You have to be a person who's very clever. Again, being wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove, having certain skills. And in uh, Satekro, I actually, uh, I am the president of a company called Satekro, and Satekro also trains people to be BEPTEX, that's Business Entity Performance Technologists. And it builds your skill in how to learn how to to maneuver different levels of games of politics and there are three levels of the games of politics there's the the micro level the macro level and the mega level so the operational side the business as an as an entity side and then how the business is affected by the community uh the news um, other sorts of not yet customers, the public, etc. So I talk about that. So if you are interested in, in learning the, the ways of a BEPTEC, please, you know, feel free to contact me. Um, I'll, again, I'll put the information in the um, podcast webpage, but also you can contact me at my email. That's fine. And that's Cesara at satecro.com, that's S like Saturday, A like Apple, Z like Zebra, A-R-A at Satecro, that's S like Saturday, A like Apple, T like Technology, E, C like Cat, H like Hat, R-O.com. So to continue having the prudence and using less emotion, it allows you to have a better sense of judgment so that you can use the resources that are available to you to understand how to, to uh, work this game of politics. So also less emotion, using prudence. So there's a sense of caution. 
and circumspection that you may need to have in terms of danger or risk. So when we talk about circumspection, we're talking about being being careful to consider the all, all circumstances and possible consequences that can happen. Um, so understanding that it's not just your perspective, it's understanding that humans have different perspectives that come from different places. So you cannot play the game just with your own perspective, because again, people interpret things different ways because of their background, because of their education, because of their um, socioeconomic standing, because of their learning modalities, how they learn, how they perceive things. So again, you have to learn how to see things from different perspectives, not just your own, because if you only see it in your own way, you could be very easily offended and again, end up playing the games of politics the wrong way and get defeated because you can only see things one way. So once again, and, and with Scene versus Shadow and also Satekro, we, ch we train people on how to see different perspectives. Uh, I, I also, um, and I don't have it with me. Let me see if I can actually go get it because I do want to read this to you really quickly. So I'm going to take a pause for a moment, but for you, it probably won't be a major pause. But I'll be right back because I want to get a, a document, a publication that I actually wrote. Okay, I'm back. So this is an, a publication that I wrote for the Performance Improvement. Um, it's a business journal, and it's an industry peer-reviewed journal. It was called Maneuvering Games of Business Politics with Design Thinking. It's actually in volume 58, number two, issue number two. It's February 2019. And um, you can find this actually on Wiley Online. So that's the textbook company, Wiley, um, Wiley Online, and it's Performance Improvement. So that's John C. Wiley and Sons Company, publishing company. And it's the DOI, it's 10.1002 forward slash P like performance. F like improvement, I'm sorry, F like um, Friday, I like improvement, dot 21803. And on page 50, I talk about risk capacity. So again, thinking less of emotion, more, and, and let me, let me actually, let me actually say this first. I understand that as humans, we do get emotional and that is fair. It is fair to be human and to be emotional. If that's the case, this is what I normally would suggest. <laughs> be emotional for 8 to 24 hours somewhere by yourself. If you have to take off of work or if you have to finish your work and go home, go ahead and be emotional. Get upset, cry, be upset, you know, do whatever you'd be, get angry. You know, whatever, whatever you have to do for 8 to 24 hours away from other people, <laughs> away from other people, because you don't need to see your opposers or, all, or those other people in the workplace who are part of the game. They don't need to see you get upset because, again, you don't want to show your deck of cards, in essence, to your opposer. So be human. Be human, but set a time limit. Set a time limit for how long you can be that emotional person and do it somewhere behind closed doors in your house or, or, or to with a therapist. You know, I am a big believer on going to therapy. That's fine as well. And also Scene versus Shadow has 
um, sessions that you can talk with me about whatever has happened on your job. If you and it, it's called get it off your chest sec- sessions, that's fine as well. You can also again the same email or you can go to www.seenversusshadow.com. That's seen s a Saturday. E-E-N like Nancy versus, it doesn't matter whether you put V-S or spell out versus, it doesn't matter, shadow.com. And you can actually, you know, you can work with me to just kind of get it off your chest if you need to. But but my point is that I, that I want to make is that after you are angry and you get upset or offended somewhere else away from everybody, Away from everybody. Don't go and start yelling at people and things like that. No, you need to take a breather. Go away. But once you give yourself between that 8 and 24 hours to do that, then you need to basically get into gear and put emotion down and work on the side of prudence because that's the only way that you can overcome games of politics. So with prudence, it's understanding risk capacity of the person who's offended you or the characters who are involved in this game of politics. Understand their risk capacity. And and on page 50 of that article I was telling you about, I talk about risk capacity. Risk capacity is the amount of risk a company or a person can assume before it threatens, that risk threatens its economic viability and its existence. Okay, so you have to understand their their risk capacity to know what kind of game they could be playing. And that that does take certain amount of research. And again, more being more objective and not so emotional to understand their their risk capacity. You have to know whether and, and even what kind of levels of games of politics that they would be playing with you or could be playing with you. Um, so. So again, being being very circumspect and careful to consider all the circumstances, perspectives, and the possible consequences that would come from it. Uh, let's talk about being wise and judicious and just practical affairs, practically what's happening. So again, we were talking earlier about reason being decreasing emotion again and looking at reason and what is practical. Now, practical can be something that you is that is obvious, which I call seen, and sometimes it's not necessarily obvious, but it's practical. So, this is that's very 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 important. Um and how do you do that? Uh, if you if you get my article as well, I I actually have different ways that you can do that. Um now, sometimes it is, I mean, and, and there's certain, certain types of research. Sometimes it's hearing what's the, what our cooler talk is about. Sometimes it's, you know, understanding the threat of a program or a project that you're, that you're involved in and what's at stake to the people who's involved. It could deal with um, their reputation, if their reputation is at stake. Um, there's, a, there's a lot, pra- practically, if, if you are a vendor, or if you are maybe an operational employee, uh, practically what's at stake? Is it easier to get rid of you even though you're the victim or the target? Is it easier to get rid of you um, by, by playing this game, thereby keeping the 
the business entity intact or keeping high performing people, even if the offender can be high performing. A lot of times offenders are high performing. They're high performing people because if they weren't, they wouldn't be there to really offend, right? <laughs> they really wouldn't be there to offend this long. So, um, so understanding the practicality that maybe in the bigger picture, People see you as the as the person to be sacrificed in order to keep the the business going without any hiccups. Is it fair? No, it's not fair. But in, in the games of politics, it's not an issue of fairness. It's just not. We, we don't even put that in the picture. So you have to be, again, not being myopic, but to be farsighted, seeing the big picture. It's you also being able to provide for the future. So let's be honest as well. Sometimes people have to even if you are a victim of games of politics sometimes you have to be careful how you play it you and and I I in the me too movement and I appreciate the me too movement I really do I really really do appreciate the heart of the people in the me too movement and what they're trying to do I have to say at the same time, though, it doesn't always work. It's not the end-all, be-all solution. Your end-all, be-all solution isn't always to ring the alarm because you have to be careful about also your future. What is at stake in your future? If you ring the alarm. Now, when I say, when I say sometimes you can't ring the alarm, I'm not talking about putting yourself into legal jeopardy. If it's going to be something that could cause you to go to prison or to jail because you didn't ring the alarm, then you need to ring the alarm. But if it's not, if it's not that extent, if it's not at that extent, but maybe it's the stress is so bad that that you end up if you ring the alarm about something that would not cause you to go to jail, um, but if you meaning when I when I say that meaning like for example, if you've witnessed someone, if someone told you that they were doing something wrong with the finances, even though you didn't do anything wrong, but if you hear that person say that or you suspect it and you didn't say it, you didn't ring the alarm, um, or you know whistle blow or tell some tell the proper authorities but you have fiduciary responsibilities, then yes, you would end up getting in trouble even though you did not do the the crime. You still have that fiduciary responsibility to say something. But but if it's not something like that, if it's some if it's not something like that, but it's but it's a um, you know, another HR situation that yes, it's it could be it's very, very stressful, but instead of you continuing to engage in the politics, sometimes you just have to just quit. Just quit, call that situation a loss and think about your future health. Think about your present health and you being able to exist in the future. If it's going to cause you to have a heart attack from the stress by continually engaging in that game of politics, then think about not staying there because, again, you have to think more than just, you know, your ego or even you being right. Even you being right because you were the victim, sometimes you do have to back up and, and not, even, not even continue to play that game of politics by, in essence, leaving that job and finding another job to go to just to spare your own health. Sometimes you have to do that. 
Now, um, you know, I don't think that people should ever get away with doing things wrong. So if your health is not at stake and your family's not at stake and things like that, and you can bear the burden of of continuing with the the case or continuing to see the end of this game of politics, then please do so if you're able to. Another thing is using um, discretion. So, and that, and a lot of people who are, who are operating off of emotion, they do not use discretion. And discretion is behaving and speaking in a way that does not cause offense or, that, or does not reveal private or sensitive information. So there are some people who say, well, if, if that person offended me, I can offend them back. But again, that's emotion. That's emotion. Now, if you're operating off of wisdom, wisdom and it happens to offend a person then that's different so if you whistle blow and the person and 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 you do it with wisdom and the person becomes offended because you you whistle blue and they feel like you know you betrayed them that's on them that has nothing to do with you right i mean <laughs> that's that's their issue because they did wrong but you don't want to start going off because you're you're operating off of emotion and offense and then you end up saying things as well that's going to offend them or other people, you don't need to also, in essence, catch a case, right? <laughs> you have to be very careful that people can't point fingers back at you. So you want to be very prudent and make sure that really your steps are covered. In the past, I had a video that was called Protect Protecting Your Performance, Protect Your Performance. I will actually work on getting that that um the the audio from the video on the on this podcast as well in the near future because it's very very important about even watching your step and if you fight offense with offense intentionally because you're upset and you're like I don't care that's going to be a problem because you don't need to have anything you don't need to to be rebuked uh <laughs> legally you don't need to be re- rebuked formally you know, because you were out of line. If let let the per, the person who's offended you let them be the ones who are out of line, so that you can be victorious and come out of this victorious, even if it takes a while. Okay, and um, that I think that's very important. So um, I'm gonna stop that there. But uh, again, I just want to make sure that everybody is really being able to have victory over their situation and being able to get their smiles back, their health back, things that are stolen from them when they endure games of business politics, you know, the different levels of business politics. Take back your smile. Business Politics 318. Take care. Until next time, this is Cesara J.